is an encore presentation of Armed American Radio. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Uh, the enemies of freedom. The enemies of freedom are alive and well. Welcome inside the Sig Sour Studios, ladies and gentlemen. I usually bring you the Sig Sour Studios from AAR Ranch. Yes, I have a ranch. You, you I think have a I ranch? Have a, that's John Lott saying, I think I have a, yes, I do have a ranch. But today, as I've been telling you about for the last month, the Sig Sour Studios have actually moved to the Sig Sour Studios. And we are in Epping, New Hampshire. Yes, we Is are. Is that right? Epping, New Epping. Hampshire. Uh, guys, we're on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, it's all being presented to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. And boy, have we got a power pack show lined up for you today. You're going to sit and listen today to three guys talk about guns and Sig from Sig in the SIG studios, and it's just all SIG. And we could go four hours, but we've only got two. So let me get started right away. But before I do that, Greg down in Dallas, Texas, how you doing, my brother, from another mother with all the bells and whistles and lights and switches and all the cool gadgets? How's it going down in Dallas? Uh, it's another day in paradise. I can say down in Dallas now because I'm in New Hampshire, so yeah, Dallas is down. I'm not over, right? Yeah. Greg, would you tell people, because we're not on video today, we're not doing the tele- television portion, would you tell people where they can tune into the program? Uh, not just tune in, but participate in the chat. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to the show, you want to jump on the chat, you have questions specific to the topics we're talking about, we are monitoring it live, and we'll try to get your questions to the guys here at SIG that can answer them for you. Greg, take it away, brother. Sure. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.com or .org. You'll want to click that Listen Live link. Be sure to select the Daily Defense link after you click Listen Live. Uh, we've also got the podcast link in case you've missed any previous episode of the Sunday Monster Cast or the Daily Defense Show. We've also got the shop link over there. So if you want to show some supports for the show, well, head on over there and pick you something nice up. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Thank you very much for that, Greg. Sitting across from me to my right, we'll start with you. Is that Rockstar? I call him a rock star. It's Phil Strader. How you doing, Phil? Good, thank you. Now, tell us your, your title. You are, the, you are the Director of Operations. I am. Sig. Tell As us what you do. Three weeks ago, I was. Oh, I congratulations. Oh, thank Good you. for you. Yeah. Uh, well, currently, I, I, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. I am basically running the operations side of the SIG Academy, which includes the SIG Experience Center and, of course, the actual training element of, uh, of this facility and pretty much anything that happens on the grounds here. So it's, uh, it's a lot different than what I was doing. Um, a lot of your listeners may uh, recognize me as the guy in the videos, but I was also, at that time, director of product management, so I had a, a lot more in- intimate relationship with the actual products itself, but now I've uh, taken on a new role, so we'll see where this takes me. Oh, it's going to take you to lots of different places, and we're going to talk about it all today, too. Good. Phil, great, great to be here with you at SIG. Over to my left across from me, Tom Taylor. Tom, you have the great title of Chief Marketing, Marketing Officer and Executive Vice President, Commercial Sales. One of the worst long titles in the wow, world. Wow, does that all fit on a card? <laughs> it's brutal. I have to get extra long cards for that. So uh, Use the digital ones like I yeah, have over that's, here. That's what it so, is. Because, now tell us what you do here at SIG, and then we're going to get started. We're going to take you guys all the way back to the beginning and, and go through the whole SIG experience, really, while we're here. Yeah, that's great. I, uh, my primary role here is Chief Marketing Officer, and uh, that really touches all things marketing. That's our our brand, our 
all of our media assets, um, all of our influencer marketing, trade shows, um, also just uh, all kinds of communications, um, you know, uh, anything that comes up in the news, whether it's good or bad, you know, we have to deal with it from our department. Um, so that's that's really what we are. But our key responsibility there is we're the, uh, the stewards of the brand, right. and it's a big, big role here. And then on the other side, uh, all of our domestic sales in the U.S., our, our uh, retailers, distributors, uh, box stores, uh, that all falls under under me. And uh, yeah, we're, we've certainly, certainly been a wild ride here at SIG as we've grown yeah. both in the commercial market and the defense markets. And uh, it's, been, it's been a crazy last 10 years or so here. Well, we're going to talk about that growth, too, because SIG, you correct me if I'm wrong, SIG is the largest firearms manufacturer in the world. It is. And that's been the stat for how long? It's been a while. Uh, Combining commercial and and professional, commercial and military. We were sort of in the same realm as uh, some of the other big players like Smith & Wesson and Ruger uh, for, you know, over the past uh, five or six years. But really within about the last three years, I guess around the time period at the beginning of like the uh, COVID crisis and all those kinds of things. Uh, we just had an explosion on both the commercial side as well as the defense side. And, and we've, at this point, we're significantly larger than the next largest uh, gun manufacturer. COVID, explosion during COVID, like everybody else. We all know what the numbers are coming out of the NSSF. We know what the 4473 check numbers are. 17.4 million guns sold since uh, last year. The numbers are rising. We know this, we, you know, we know the demographics. And SIG's been right at the forefront of a lot of that. Yeah, it was, a, it was great timing for us because, you know, we we in 2013 14 we launched the P320, which in 2017 became the official sidearm of the U.S. military, is the M17 M18. And then fast forward a couple years later, we launched the P365, which essentially changed concealed carry everywhere. Uh, it became the, the best selling change mine handgun on the market. And it I'm living proof and, of that. It, yeah, it, just, it, just, it just changed the paradigm of carry. You, you now didn't have to compromise capacity for the size of your gun. And we've continued to build on that, that strategy. The MCX rifles, the heaven, uh, optics, ammo suppressors, air guns, training, all those things sort of all came together at the right time uh, to create this explosion. And then when you come in the popularity of SIG products at the same time the market goes absolutely insane for guns. Yeah. Um, and it was just a perfect storm. And, and, you know, our objective here was to really build this company to be healthy, whether it's a surge, which a lot of people get healthy during surges because mm-hmm. people essentially are buying whatever gun they can find. But we wanted to make sure we were healthy during the non-surge period. So in 2022, which was the first year really post-surge, we we maintained our volume. We, we had a, essentially a flat year after the surge, which is... Which was our objective. Yeah, this year's, mission uh, accomplished. It's a tougher year this year, but we're still holding in there uh, at a really good place. But your CEO was just in here, Ron, too. And I've had an opportunity to talk with him on more than one occasion. And I'm just so glad to know that we're going to go in a couple of the directions with him or, or that he wanted to talk about today with you guys here at the table. One of them, ladies and gentlemen, will be the P320. We're going to talk about the P320 and talk about it in great detail. So, Phil. From your side, let's talk a little bit about here because we're at the academy. You mentioned training, so let's go back to training briefly. Okay. Uh, this is, I mean, to me anyway, when I think of, of world-class firearms training, this is it. Yes. Uh, it's it's more than just a facility. Obviously, to, to an extent, the exception is in the building we're in here. This is more than just a, 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 a typical gun store and typical retail establishment. But as far as our academy goes, it's cutting edge, but the, the instructors are really who stand out. And, you know, I, I have an instructor background, and I did a lot of teaching and training over the years. And um, 
you know, and, and it could be argued some very elite units. And, and I've had a lot of experience in working with a lot of really good instructors, and I've, I've been very blessed. And when I came here um, in, what, 2016, right? No, 2017 was my first year. I initially, immediately was put into the master instructor course. Um, the intent was I was going to kind of, you know, kind of work into the academy, do some instructor development courses, that kind of thing. And the first thing I noticed was how good the instructors really were, how polished they were, and how professional they were. And, you know, instructing is, is more than just knowing the material. It's about how to... To, to transfer that information into your students and to make them comfortable and do all the things that, that a good instructor knows how to do, and they all know how to do it. They're all that good. And you Regardless know, of whether you're a first-time right. owner or, or right. an elite unit. Yeah, Very was, important. Exactly, because, I, you know, like I said, I've trained with the guys that train the elite units. I've, I've, I, I, there's a certain level of expectation that I'm, I'm always going to hold an instructor to, and I wasn't expecting what I got. I was expecting just some general run-of-the-mill handgun 101 type of, you know, tactical law enforcement type instruction, and it wasn't like that at all. And uh, I was very impressed, and, and it's gotten better and better over the years. They're just they're continuously improving, continuously updating their classes and making them more relevant. Uh, you know, we didn't have a, a red dot uh, focused pistol course mm-hmm. uh, back then, obviously. And as the times change, as the equipments are, are, are getting better and the, the, the technology is getting better, our instructors will flip on a dime and be able to update their courses accordingly. And they've been doing that over the last seven years I've been here, and they're uh, they're killing it. A hundred awesome. courses later, right? Yeah. Exactly. How many courses later? About a hundred here. A hundred? Yeah. You know, it's interesting to me because I, I, I've referred back to this often. The instructor thing is, is, is kind of fun to talk about. I was in Arizona when Jan Brewer signed the first quote-unquote constitutional carry bill in the country. And I was at the uh, Scottsdale Gun Club, and the instructors were beside themselves. They were all going to lose all their business. And I made a comment to a couple. I said, you guys aren't giving responsible gun owners a lot of credit here, are you? Just because they're required by the state to take training doesn't mean that they're not going to take training anymore. They're packed. You guys are, as we go to a break, this academy is packed, isn't it? Absolutely. We're packed for the next couple months. See, this is such a great thing because it's just proof positive that responsible people do responsible things and responsible gun owners are responsible gun owners, and you guys live it every single day. Armed American Radio is live from the SIG Academy in Epping, New Hampshire, here in the SIG Sour Studios. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters mic with you. We will be back in just four minutes on the flip side of the break. You've got us for another two hours and 45 minutes from SIG. We're going to talk about everything SIG, and yes, we're going to address the P320. I already see some info coming in on the chat. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Welcome back inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Guys, Mark Walters here on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, we are at the SIG Academy in Epping, New Hampshire. I've been telling you about that for about a month now. Thrilled to be here. We've moved the AAR Ranch Six Hour Studios 
to Sig Sauer, and I'm sitting here across the table from Tom Taylor. Tom, welcome. Welcome. I'm welcoming so, you to my show in your facility. So good. It's, welcome to me. Welcome isn't to that Sig. funny how that works? How welcome, that? welcome back. <laughs> and Phil Slater. Welcome back to the show. Phil Slater, excuse me. Welcome back to the show in the SIG Academy. Yes. Now, we were wrapping up some training, and, and I've got a really good question, guys. You know, I, I told listeners we were going to go to that P320, mm-hmm. and we got a great question. We, we uh, read it during the break. We're going to read the question about the P320 as it came in. Word for word and address that because a lot of people say that's an elephant in the room. It's not to me. It's not an elephant in the room because I've talked. I I know what's going on here, but we want listeners to hear it as well. But let's go back to the training because the training is a really good segue to that discussion with the 320. And and I kind of closed out the segment talking about, you know, responsible gun owners doing the responsible thing. And you were talking about how full you are Uh here at the academy. So if I ask you specifically, if I want to come here out of the blue. Because I heard it being talked about on Armed American Radio. I've heard about the SIG Academy. What can I expect? What kind of training can I find here? What kind of courses are there? The whole nine yards. Cover it for me, if you would. Well, how much time do we have? So, oh, whoa, wait, wait, before we go there, I said two hours and 45 two hours minutes did, going so to the break. It's right. one hour and 45 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of you are excited. We did not add an extra hour of Armed American Radio. That was just my excitement getting the best right. of me. So, right, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, a very 30,000-foot view because I, I, if we go too deep into that rabbit hole, it'll, it'll take a little longer. But it, it's, it runs the gamut from everything from beginner handgun classes all the way to uh, classes we call steel Frenzy or um, you know, bullets in vehicles, where we actually evaluate what a round does when it hits a windshield or side glass or a, a part of a car, or what bullets do when they're being shot out of a car. Um, anything that re- with regards to self-defense tactics, even competitive shooting. We have competitive shooting uh, classes out here. We do. We even have a class called Reach for a Thousand, where we actually have the, the capability of shooting a thousand yards on this relatively small facility to have a thousand yard range, but we. We can actually do that where we have we teach bolt gunners or, or long distance shooters who how to actually reach for that thousand yard um, distance and and be successful and of course operator rifles and of course we do also do custom classes for specific clients so law enforcement military mm-hmm. SWAT you know elite units we we train them all out here and overseas we have overseas clients that come and get personal instruction from our from our instructors so it's there is no real limit if it if it goes bang. Um, you do. We, you we cover do it. We you cover teach it. it. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and you were mentioning, you know, responsible people. Typically, what we see, and this says a lot for the instructors and the, their ability to teach and the, the content they're teaching, is a lot of our uh, students are repeat customers. They're coming mm-hmm. back, and not only are they taking the same class over again because the, the class is good enough to where they're still picking up information from the same class, they're also you know they're, they're diving into other aspects of training: shotgun, rifle, bolt gun. So it's it's it's. It's kind of neat to see how they transition through the courses and, you know, try different things and go to different, you know, aspects of shooting. Um, but it's also surprising how many people don't do that. Um, and that's one of the, the, the biggest things we advocate here. If we, we do a gun sale, we're actually pushing the academy. And if, and if, and if people aren't interested, we just push training. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the most irresponsible thing you can do is be a new gun owner or, or someone who carries a gun or, some, or someone who plans to carry a gun, and you don't are proficient in how to carry that and, uh, or how to use it. And, and that's one of the biggest shortfalls we see, not just in Sig Sauer Academy, but just in the training world in general, is you'd be sh- shocked how many people are 
not training themselves to carry correctly. And there's a lot of states that don't even mandate any type of training. They just mandate that you are, have a clean record and you have a and you you, know, you can legally own a firearm. So it's it's worrying to a degree, but it is pretty good to see that uh, some of our classes that fill the quickest are our concealed carry and you know deep concealment type courses so that at least that shows us that people are taking it seriously now maybe more than they used to be but um yeah we've always said training i always say training is the way and if you don't do it and you don't do it consistently well it's a perishable skill it's a perishable skill and yeah. what's really good to see in the day and age now of conceal or, or of constitutional carry as we'll just refer to it as constitutional carry 27 states now including this one, mm-hmm. do not require a permit. In this state, interestingly, my son loved it, you can carry a firearm at 18 years old here. Yeah, people get confused about New Hampshire being part of New England. And, yeah, uh, it's a whole different ballgame. Well, it's, listen, it's not, I just bought a T-shirt that said, live free or die. Yeah, it's not an annex okay. of Massachusetts um, or Connecticut. Or We're surrounded by New England. But, but, but <laughs> to take it one step further, the academy training is incredible. We have um, outposts. In Florida and in Colorado, and we do classes all over the country at, at uh, our retail partners and that sort of thing. But what we're doing, you know, in the marketing realm is we're trying to look at other ways to reach bigger audiences. The, the Rose program with Lena Michalik is an example of that. I mean, that program is so hot, and it's not just about buying a gun. It's really about when you buy that gun and you open that that case, it's got a safe in it for safe storage. It's got a card from Lena with a QR code, and you can scan that QR code, and it'll take you to I don't know how many videos we're up to, 18 or 20 videos, that everything from I've never bought a gun, what do I do, to... Um, you know, I've never gone to the range. How do I pack? How do I clean my gun? How do I... What are the, what are the safety rules of, of a gun, you know? And so it's just like two to five minute videos from Lena and we'll, we'll keep adding other personalities to that over time. Um, that's uh, one step. Shoot SIG is a, a introductory competitive shooting program. Um, we're trying to do everything we can to advocate and this isn't about laws or getting into any kind of fights about whether you should mm-hmm. or shouldn't have mm-hmm. to take training to own a gun. It's just about whether you, whether it's required by law or not required by law, you should do it. It's the responsible thing to do. Absolutely. The, the thing that frustrates me and has for many years is we never get credit for being responsible gun owners as responsible gun owners. Companies like SIG don't get credit for doing what you just described mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, there are people out there with an agenda that don't want other people to know that, that what we're taught. That's why we have radio shows like this. That's why it's so important that we talk about these issues, and that's why it's so important to hear that the Academy is packed. Yes. Especially with beginners and CCW, because that coincides with the rise in not just the demographics of of gun ownership, but those brand new gun owners. If you look at that correlation, that graph is is moving together. It's moving in unison. Right. So you're not having more gun owners, you know, gun owners going up and training coming down. You're seeing them both rise together. And that's a great sign. It is great. But I will say that typically the responsible and trained gun owner is usually at the at the will of the irresponsible and untrained folks because True. when they make mistakes and you know, that's what's used as the catalyst for saying you see gun owners mm-hmm. and gun people who carry guns aren't safe and that's we're all judged by that lowest common denominator is like no, they're the lowest common denominator is the way i describe it too yeah. it's, it's what we've been saying I, I even go a step further unfortunately there are stupid people out there that do stupid things and stupid people doing stupid things we're not going to be able to eradicate them that's why it's so great 
to have SIG doing what it's doing, regardless of what some, somebody doesn't need to tell you to be responsible. Right. Isn't that what we makes you responsible? You don't need a law to be responsible, right? We're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned Lena, and I also want to talk about Max and Dan because what they're doing is incredible. Absolutely. And people don't realize just how many records they're breaking. We've got a lot to cover with you guys. We're here at the SIG Academy in New Hampshire. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom and the SIG Sauer Studios at the SIG Academy in New Hampshire in front of the Crossbreed Holsters Mike. In this hour, it's all being brought to you by X-Insurance. Visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com, and we'll be back right after this. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back to the show indeed, guys. The Sig Sauer Studios are fired up for you here at the Sig Sauer Academy in New Hampshire. It's absolutely beautiful up here. And I thank you for having us up here and bringing the show. It's not going to be the last time we do this. So and, glad you uh, made it up. Well, we're going to do it again in October, too. Freedom oh. Freedom Days, right? You'll be you'll be loving it up here in October. Yeah, I was here last Oh, and it's so pretty up here at that yeah. time. Yeah, I know you guys have had a lot of rain over the last few days and weeks and all that stuff, so we got we got lucky. It's been beautiful in the high 70s, and that's a real good change of pace for me from being down south. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. In this hour of the show, we're in front of the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, and as I mentioned before, it's all brought to you by the great X insurance we're talking to phil strader and talking to tom taylor from sig so guys before we're going to tease the 320 i have it right here we're going to go there there's a perfect segue but we just got a phone call from awr hawkins our good friend over at breitbart news everybody in the room is smiling when i mentioned awr's name who's that who's that <laughs> <laughs> he's listening right now did you <laughs> everybody's yeah, sitting yeah. here t- I'm, I'm here all this <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Uh, Greg, you had him to, You had him in the queue. That's okay. We had to do it. AWR Hawkins, you just spent time at uh, Terran Tactical in L.A., and a large part of that time and a large part of that training, a large part of that conversation was SIG-related. So welcome in, brother. It's always fun to have you here. Fan favorite for a reason. AWR Hawkins, jump in here, brother. Hey, good to be with you. And uh, Tom, Phil, good to be with you all. I wish I was... Sitting there with you, I wish I had been at the River House a couple of nights ago and had some of that remarkable powder. But, I ate uh, enough for you. I ate enough for you, brother. I promise. Good, good to be with y'all for a few minutes. So, talk to us about uh, about Terran Tactical because I know uh, you had reached out to Tom. There was apparently a lot of discussion about Sig. I want listeners to hear it because we're here at Sig, so it's perfect timing. We'll probably talk more about it on Sunday as well. All right. Well, I mean. There's no doubt Taryn is a big fan. Uh, but I was out there, for folks who don't know, uh, Taryn Tactical is Taryn Butler's uh, institution, is what I call it, and uh, where he makes his guns and then where he trains you how to use guns. And he also trains uh, celebrities, Keanu Reeves for the John Wick movies. He makes the guns, uh, some of the guns that are used in John Wick movies. Other guns in John Wick movies are made by a company called Sig Sauer. And uh, Taryn does a little bit of work on those, uh, kind of trying to personalize them for Keanu and for others who want to purchase them. But uh, he could not say enough uh, when we were going through, we were basically going through the litany of the various pistols 
either that he makes, uh, you know, uh, via special license from scratch or that he makes via upgrades. And there are so many of those. And one of those, he puts his hand on this little black pistol and he picks it up and he goes, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this right here, this Sig Sauer 365. He said, this, this is one of the greatest. I can't remember all the accolades he paid. He definitely said it is his favorite pistol that uh, Sig has passed to him. Uh, he, he, he could not believe how many rounds Sig could get in such a small pistol, which has always been a selling point for me because I tell my friends, I go, Why, what's the benefit of this 365? I go, the benefit? benefit is it's smaller than almost any of its competitors yet. Look how many rounds it holds. And that's the first thing he zeroed in on. Then he talked about its accuracy and uh, different things, but he could not say enough about seeing good and 65. Tom, I'm going to let you take that because we talked about the 365 a little bit. As you know, it's, it's the 365 uh, macro is my go-to. AWR, before we go back to Tom, uh, you care to tell us what your go-to is that rides on your hip on a pretty much well, regular basis all day? The 365. Matter of fact, uh, if you've watched my Instagram, you've seen photos when I'm in West Texas. I play ping pong with a buddy of mine, Darren, and we all lay our guns on this table before it's like ping pong because we play round robin, so we're running. You'll look on that table, there could be nine handguns sitting there. Everyone knows the 365 is AWR's handgun. They just see it. They know it's mine. And uh, a bunch of them have changed their guns from, I'm not putting anyone down, but let's say they've changed from a Glock or whatever they were carrying to a 365 because of gun shooting together in West Texas. Well, he turned me on to it. I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this AWR before before we came on the air that it, it changed everything in concealed carry because, uh, you know, it, it's a SIG. It's going to have the dependability, the quality, the accuracy that you need. Phil, in the early days, uh, competed in a competition and, and, and shot against other kinds of guns with a P365 and did quite well. That's... <laughs> he actually might have won something. I wish he would have lost for a change, but uh, but anyway, it's uh, you know it's, it's good enough that he could compete with it. But you know, then we then we launched the XL. Um, we have the twelve round version of it, and then it's sort of like we skipped a generation because when we launched the X Macro, you now combine that sleek, thin uh, nature of the three sixty five. Beautiful, and, and it's, but it's a quasi full size because it still has all the small attributes, but. Had it stayed with our original technology on the magazine of the 365, it would have been a 15-round gun. But we were able to come up with some magazine technology, condensing the spring down a little bit smaller, and we were able to leapfrog 15 and get to 17 rounds in that gun. So you now have a gun that has two more rounds than, than a number of notable full-size guns yeah. from other manufacturers, and it has 17 rounds in that little package, and it is it, it shoots as good as, I mean, I'd put that gun against any. If Phil had been competing with that, Macro back then, I mean, he would have done even better. But uh, yes. but no, I think the the most the the funnest stat about the 365 is I think it just changed everything. You know, every every company had to they had to come up with a a, a version of gun that had ten rounds, or they were just going to be lost. Yeah, and to have 17 right. plus one in that thing is amazing. And AWR was the one that turned me on to that macro. After the 365, he said, you've got to shoot this. So we took it out in the desert in Phoenix and just had a great time with it. It's just, I can't say it on the air, but if you've ever seen the movie My Cousin Vinny, it's dead on blank accurate <laughs> is what it is. And it just is. And it's fun but to shoot. Like, and with you know what? Go let, ahead, let AWR. Let me say something. Let me, let me piggyback on Tom there. If, listeners, if you just do a search 
think of other gun makers. If you do a search, it's hard to find a gun maker who has not, to some degree or another, copied the 365. And I don't mean copied, and I'm not making allegations. I don't mean in some illegal way. But what I mean is, to Tom's point, the 365 changed the world to such a degree. Companies started coming out with guns that looked like the 365. They started coming out with guns that were similar in size to the 365 because it became the measure by which all things were measured. That's what it did when it hit the market. And I'm telling you, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many guns I touch in a year. It's unbelievable. But the one on my hip right now is a Sig Sire P365. Man, I gotta, we got to talk to the product manager on that yeah. to find out where the hell he came from. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I remember having Who a was that, Phil? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'll do some research or something. I remember talking to AWR about this a while back, and I, and I thought, where do those rounds go? You said you came up with, with magazine technology in there. But it's almost like it's it shouldn't be able to hold yeah, what it holds. It's almost like magic. It, it really, it, truly is. And when you look bizarre, at 17, the 17 round thing was just absolutely phenomenal. But, uh, you know, the, the ability to flatten that spring um, and everything. But maybe the funnest story about the 365 is its name. Because it shouldn't have been the P365. The product manager at the time, who may or may not be sitting here today, loved the name P365. And the head of marketing had a much better name for it. And uh, we allowed him to win. But it would have been even better had my name won. But uh, but we went with P365 just yeah. to placate Phil. And Okay, uh, hold on, hold on. This is kind of cool. So that, that name is yours. Well, I, I would love to take credit for it. It actually came from a guy that was working for me. Um, but... Uh, I, I was its champion, if you will, okay. to, to take right. it to market. So, and that's an understatement to say he was a champion when I wanted to name it something else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, these guys are the real deal. I mean, if you're carrying one, this is where it came from. Quite literally, this is where it came from. Hey, AWR, thanks for taking time out of your busy day today. We appreciate it very much, man. We'll see you on the Sunday show. Okay. Great to hear from you, AWR. All right. Great. Thank you, sir. I love you. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, brother, thanks for calling in. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We're getting ready to take a break. And I promise when we come back, we've been teasing it, we're going to go to, uh, there's also some other fun messages in here we're going to get to as well, I'm seeing. But we're going to go to the P320, and that conversation may even take us into the first segment of the second hour. We'll see how it unfolds. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in the Six Hour Studios from the Six Hour Academy. We'll be back right after this. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, back to the show, indeed. Mark Walters in front of the Crossbreed Holsters mic. In front of this mic for one more segment. We'll flip it over to the Fort Worth Armory mic. Six-hour studios lit up for you. Visit all of our partners, please, at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. They make it all possible every single day. Now, 15 years on the airwaves fighting for your gun rights. And these shows are brought to you every day, six days a week, by the great X Insurance. Greg and Dallas, I'm going to do something I don't, don't generally do on a regular basis. You with me, Greg? I'm here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sitting here with the guys that name the gun that yeah. I carry every day. Yeah. 
365 yeah, days a I year. I carry it 365 days a year and during the break. So how'd you guys come up with the number? <laughs> Duh. Slow blink. Slow blink. Duh. <laughs> so if I, I mean, they're still laughing at me. And if I can't have fun, a little self-deprecating humor. <laughs> Well, you pulled it off. Yeah. You pulled it off. Well, I, you got into radio for your good looks or I what? did it on purpose so we could have this conversation. Yeah, that that's was good. Why, that's yeah, why that I was good. That wasn't that something? Nailed okay. It. All right, so Phil and I are both sitting here slow blinking, <laughs> blinking when you said that. Looking at you. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. I was like, oh, that's a oh I was. Yeah. I was. I was okay. kidding. Yeah, okay. I was kidding. Okay. So here we are. I beat myself up on a live mic. If you can't have fun doing it, old saying. If you can't have fun doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. So I got some questions here. Uh, this one's from Greg El Taco. I have no idea who Greg El Taco is. Please ask SIG if they want to address the elephant in the room, the P320 accidental discharges, especially in police level three holsters. I am not a SIG basher. I love my pistols. However, my P320 lives in my safe. I'm not comfortable carrying it. Thanks, Greg. And we went over that during the break. Read you the question. Let's read it right out here. Take it away. I'll let you guys run with it. Yeah, I, for us, it is not an elephant in the room. It is an unfortunate um, I think miscommunication, it's a, it's a unfortunate um, exaggeration of something that um, in every instance we understand all the facts. And, you know, I would say to Greg, you know, take that P320 out of your safe and carry it with confidence. Where I'll start is I'll back up a little bit and say, if anybody listening thinks that Six Hour doesn't see this and we've been dealing with this for you know, about three or four years now with the, the gun that goes off by itself, uh, if you go back to the 2017 and, and out on the blogosphere, there was a, a, a blogger who, after a, a week of torture testing, I will say, took his P320 and he, he dropped it from six feet at a 30 degree. He actually dropped it in a lot of orientations and found one degree that it, he could, after a few drops, make it go off. So everybody in the blogosphere started dropping guns. I saw guys hide behind walls dropping actual guns instead of taking, you know, using dummy rounds and so forth to see if it was going off. But people were hitting guns with mallets and all that sort of stuff. And, and so in, in some instances, although it wasn't reported in real life, there, was, there, was a, there wasn't a case where it was reported in real life. Um, bloggers and testers and things like that were making the gun go off. And so... We did some testing, and we, we did determine after some drops that we there was a possibility it could go off super low percentage. But, hey, the possibility was there. So if anyone recalls, we did a voluntary upgrade. Mm-hmm. We said if, if you're we, – we are confident that the, the safety of this gun is still good. It's not – there's now there's almost 3 million guns out there, and, you know, we, we aren't hearing reports of that, especially since the upgrade. It, it, we completely addressed that with our voluntary upgrade. But um, – we looked into it. Our engineers looked into it. We found it was it was possible, and we we did the voluntary upgrade, and um, you know we we changed the trigger out. We did all those things, and so we we owned up to that sort of issue and, and did that. In this situation, if anyone thinks that Sig hasn't tested this gun beyond belief, not to mention the U.S. Army, the Canadian Army, the Australian right, Army. Right. NATO countries, I mean, this gun is probably the most, because these rumors or stories are out there about a magic gun that goes off by itself, uh, if you think those guns weren't tested beyond belief by all those agencies and many others, um, you, you really don't understand how, not to be condescending, but you don't really don't understand how guns work. Um, we have so much liability for these things that if, it, if it's something that's going on with our gun, we have to own that. And we have, like we said, more engineers than probably the top five gun companies combined. I think Ron was telling mm-hmm. you we have one in nine of our 3,200 employees as an engineer. Um, 
400 engineers in this in this company. And so this gun has been tested beyond belief. And so with that being said, um, I'll jump into sort of the most the most current affair is uh, Montville, Connecticut, small police agency down in Connecticut. Uh, a video went viral last, just last week. week, just last week. Mm-hmm. This video goes viral of some police officers in the lobby of their station. And um, they're struggling with a, a guy, sort of a chopped up video. They just showed a short portion of it. And uh while they're struggling with this uh, this guy in cuffs, the gun goes off. And so irresponsibly, and I'll go ahead and call that out right now, the, the chief of that department, without any investigation, essentially released that video to media and said, look, we're changing to Glocks. This gun went off by itself, and we don't trust it anymore, so we're, we're going we're gonna to transition. And it set off, of course, a firestorm um, because most uh, many of the instances that you hear um, – you can either, if you're a gun, if you have any knowledge about guns, you can sort of figure out that it didn't go off by itself, or there's proof, there's video proof. There's been all kinds of situations where it's been alleged. There was the, the school crossing guard in Pasco County Sheriff's Department who claimed it went off by itself in a middle school cafeteria, made national headlines until the video was released from right. the cafeteria when we see a guy literally playing with his gun in a cafeteria full of children. Right. He was terminated from the department. Or more recently, a high speed chase. A uh, police officer gets out of his car, dangerous dangerous guy in the other car, and, and uh, his gun goes off. That's what he says. My gun. I was getting out of my car, and my P320 just went off. Until we got his body camera, and as he's getting out of the car, his hand swipes in front of his body camera, gun in hand, finger on the trigger. Whether he just didn't know because of the anxiety of the moment or whether he just said, holy crap. My gun just went off, and if I don't say it just went off by itself, I may lose my job. Well, therein lies. And therein lies the yeah. problem. And because a lot of this is law enforcement. It's it's predominantly law enforcement. And, uh, you know, there's this lawsuit where a guy said, I carefully wrapped my P320 in a towel and threw it in my gym bag. I mean, carefully wrapped a loaded gun <laughs> right. in a towel. I mean, just let that sink in. Do guns go off by themselves, Phil? No. Tom. Guns do not go off by themselves. They, the trigger needs to be actuated. Contact needs to happen in some form. But these stories about guns going off by themselves, I'll give you a couple more facts. Um, we've, we just won a jury trial uh, that dismissed this as, as a 12-person jury, dismissed it as, as uh, not feasible. And the, both, both the expert witnesses for the assailant said, said were dismissed as non-credible. Um, Three other federal judges have thrown it out before it even gets to court. We're waiting for two more decisions uh, on federal court. So the as, as an ABC expert called it until they realized it was what he said and edited it out uh, in a the later ABC version. ABC expert. Yeah, he called it legal momentum. So okay. let that sink in also for yeah. a minute. So that's what's happening is these these are, are being sort of chased by, by lawyers who want to say, yeah, your, your gun went off, didn't it? So I know we need to break. So if Yeah, you know. well, we're going to carry this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to carry this conversation over into the next segment. In the top of the second hour, it's an important one. And I want to talk more about the law enforcement aspect of this as well. Yeah, that's not something I want to shy away from. Uh, you know, we love law enforcement. But there's a pattern here. That I see, you know, I've talked about it on the show before, and we've got you guys here, so we're going to go I'll there. I'll give you the headline. There, that'll work. Back. Excellent. All right, guys, we're going to come back to you six minutes after the hour. Go get some popcorn or a beverage or whatever it is you want to do. Armed American Radio continues 
here at Sig Sauer at the Sig Sauer Academy in beautiful Epping, New Hampshire. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day on dozens of radio stations around the nation. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Phil and Tom from Sig Sauer. Lots more to cover with you here on the Armed American Radio Network. We'll be back after the break, six minutes after the hour. See you on the flip side, guys. Prescription for Freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. (laughs) 